Welcome, everybody, to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. The ongoing saga of Cap in this fucking window. Suck my dick. <laughs> Just grab onto the lip and give it hell. <laughs> Something good for ya. Welcome, guys, to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. I am one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and across from me, as always, is the Captain Nun. I'm making records, y'all. What the hell have you been doing? I've been at uh, Steve's all day. We've been uh, putting pre-production on a country uh, record that I've been wanting to do for about a year now, and there's a whole story uh, involved with somebody that used to be involved with our guests for a long time too that would be funny to digest but we're getting a country record put together and so, it's, it's so, if, awesome. so if i'm reading you right you're taking my original idea of the felons and now you're just doing your own thing with it pretty much but thanks uh, thanks thanks oh, i appreciate that i mean like no as far as like actually <laughs> didn't putting ask country- me to be involved at all nothing man we got all the songs man we got talented musicians we don't fucking need you i mean (laughs) between you and dolly parton that we're working with yeah (laughs) honestly no offense taken man i'm really excited for this i'm pretty stoked about it no i genuinely can't wait to hear it because to be honest i honestly don't want anything else on my plate and i want to hear what your brain by itself is kind of coming up with now that you're producing now that i've jumped into this it's going to take up a lot of my uh, rest of my free time too so it's pretty exciting well good you won't have time for no bitching <laughs> exactly it's gonna be good i'm gonna be so stoked every fucking episode going forward now great and uh weeks when we don't have guests that are in bands now we have some music to slap on at the end of the episode and we'll be pimping out some of your new shit yep yeah there you go. i will keep everybody updated online with all of those uh ongoings uh just i'll throw go ahead and throw the uh, artist name out there her name is kelsey ryan and we're putting some cool music together with her kick ass man and as always this show is brought to us by repo record down on commonwealth avenue check them out on instagram at repo record and on their website www.reporecord.com definitely check them out for all your new and used vinyl record needs and they've even got accessories and supplies and speakers and all that good shit and jimmy repo will hook you up tom the something good for you podcast sent you he's got queen records back in stock now so because i know how trendy queen is right now (laughs) so that's where you can go and get them well we might as well go ahead and dive into this our special guest today is someone that i've known just as long as tony leone i would call him a dear brother a dear friend of mine and someone that honestly i've shared some of the coolest memories outside of bands with and uh, Mikey was even telling me about this, uh, something that I, I haven't told you this intentionally, um, but there is such thing as called a Davy Dirt story. <laughs> and all of our friends have a Davy Dirt story. Except me. This was before my time. Uh-oh. This was way before your time, sir. But we Sounds are... like I'm about to get roasted. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Not at all, sir. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Davy Dirt is in the house with us today. How you doing, sir? 
Oh, I'm doing good. Excellent. Good to be around you guys. <laughs> right on, man. No, man. And it, that's always meant in an endearing way because some of my funniest memories and just best times have been with you. you you're just a great guy and a great person to hang around. So I'm really happy you're on the show. I don't know what to do with my hands when I'm on the microphone. <laughs> I know we got stands for you, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> the show is also brought Should to I us Should I put a bass in your hands? <laughs> hate energy. There we go. Oh, the yeah. The energy drink that we've been doing here for a little over a year now. Sugar-free, high in B12 and B6. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> That's what that was, right? That, yeah, totally. That was a hate energy burp, guys. <laughs> and right there on the side of the can, it does say, what do you hate? And that's the one thing we like asking our guests when they come on in here. So, Davey Dirt, what do you hate? Windmills. What? Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> Fucking windmills. What's up? <laughs> but yeah, why? <laughs> I get an uncomfortable feeling. I don't. I'm just, I don't like them. Is it just like a phobia of like getting like hit by one or uh, <laughs> I don't no, I just don't like like looking at them really. <laughs> I don't like what they I, I, nothing about them. Just... <laughs> Is it because of the motion or the shape or uh... the noise? <laughs> the wind? I don't think I've ever been near a windmill. To... Yeah, I don't think I. Maybe ha- it's in my dream. Okay, Hell, okay. I don't know. But I can't look. I can't look at them. I don't. Go to okay, find so, windmills. so 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 let's let's unpack this a little bit more. Is it the? Okay, so if you're at a mini like a putt putt course and there's a windmill there, is, is that an issue? Yeah. Well, like if it's a if small there's a little, one, if no, there's a little no, like no little, taller than you, like a little waterfall or something involved, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Oh, <as> <laughs> Just not one okay. by itself. Yeah. <laughs> no waterfall. Let's say it's just oh, a hazard. <laughs> so we can't take you to mini golf, is what you're saying? Yeah, I'll just I'll just step off for the uh, not snakes for the hole in question. Not spiders. Not ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. Windmills. Windmills. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> you know who to call. <laughs> who are you going to call for a fucking windmill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like a I was picturing that's a king of the hill. The best. What do you hate? I'm sorry, Jeff. That's, that's... I think. <laughs> I think Jeff Clayton's uh, barrage of hates has now been thrown by Davy Dirt's windmills. No. <laughs> I don't even want to unpack that any further. That's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we've been telling our listeners lately that we do have a voicemail hotline, and that phone number is 513-463-7439. And we did get a good bit of callers this week. Let's uh, take a long listen and see what this first caller has to say. This is Rusty Shackelford. You don't know who I am, but I know who you are. And I know you boys are making that podcast, and you'll keep doing it if you know what's good for you. Ah, just kidding, guys. It's David. What's up? Um, I'd really love to come back and do the show again, as long as the ghosts are not still mad at me. 
Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much, David. Um, that was spot on, too. <laughs> Rusty Shackleford. I swear everybody I've been talking to has been rewatching King of the Hill on Hulu. Really? <laughs> Literally everybody. Uh, no, I think so. What he was referring to, uh, if you guys uh, go back and look at our past episodes, uh, there actually is not an episode seven. Uh, David yeah. Hammer, our channel artist, he wound up coming in and uh, recording a spooky Halloween themed episode. Yeah, and we talked about ghosts and shit got fucked afterwards. Yeah, we went. To, uh, I went to pull the file off. The file was saved, but I went to go pull the file off, and it was like completely blank. So we yeah. just kind of said ever since then the ghosts fucked with it because we were talking about them and figuring them out. Mm -hmm. It was a spooky episode. I mean, the back of my chair did just kind of fall off on me here. No, it literally did too. I did like see seriously. That. I did see that's that. not that's not a bit. That just happened. <laughs> just saying. David, God damn, man, you need to quit talking about these fucking ghosts. <laughs> I mean, I'm still not afraid, but. <laughs> So oh, it's not a God. ghost windmill or some shit. <laughs> so, David, we definitely do want to have you on. Uh, and he is also the channel artist for a new show that we're going to be debuting very soon. Uh, I think by next episode, we'll be ready to start talking about that. Okay. Uh, so you guys get ready for that. So let's go ahead and move on to our next caller, see what they've got to say. Well, hey, I hear you boys got a podcast down there. And I'm just calling in and tell you. It will be good, because if it ain't good, it will be good. Now get you a pill. You know who this is. <laughs> get you a pill. Oh, shit. <laughs> Guys, you really do need to start leaving your names in here. No, that's that was uh, Adam. I was about to say, <laughs> I was like, there's only one person I know that you still use is get you pool. <laughs> Love you, man. I miss you, dude. You know what that's from? That's like a Pantera thing where a Dimebag would say, get you pool every time on like home oh, yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Adam Patterson, the uh, drummer for us for the time is now in uh, Hit the Gas. Uh, that was kind of his little thing. Anytime he'd see, he'd be like, get you pool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome to hear his voice again. No, uh, we ought to do an episode with him sometime. Absolutely. So, Adam, don't be a fucking stranger. Don't, yeah, don't, man. <laughs> don't, don't be a stranger. Text us sometime. You don't have to just call in the episode. <laughs> Uh, no, we actually wound up getting a little bit of love from a new listener. Uh, so let's hear this. Hey guys, this is Terry from Greensboro, North Carolina. And, um, I just discovered your show for some goddamn reason. You guys follow me back on Instagram, which makes no sense because all I do is post dumbass pictures all day, but I found a show and I think you guys are hilarious and, uh, I really like it. I'm definitely going to keep up with you guys, but I'm leaving this message because I'm very excited about you guys playing at the Down South Showdown in Atlanta next week, and I'm very fucking excited to go see you play. Um, I know that this is your first time playing there, and this is my second time about, and I think you guys are going to have a fucking wild time. I cannot wait to see you guys on the show in Atlanta, and rock on. Keep on doing what you're doing. You guys are doing great. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, the reason for that, because she mentioned the Down South Showdown, she was promoting it, and yeah. uh, we've been making sure and following everyone that we can on uh, for the Down South Showdown. So, uh, guys, if you want to see that, by the time this episode is dropping, that Friday, uh, we're going to be at the Star Bar hanging out, rocking out with the bands there, and then tomorrow night, which is Saturday, we're going to be playing. Yep. So, if you guys want to see the Something Good For You podcast, guys, and the fill-ins <laughs> in person, you got Friday night and Saturday night to see us. So thank you so much for calling in. I think that's really cool. So yeah, that's that, humbling as hell. But. So that's the reason being. You made a post talking about you're excited for Down South Showdown. So we, we made sure and follow you. Oh and yeah, show you some support. So thank you for promoting it. We do appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm 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 so stoked about this. Y'all yeah, have no. It's idea. gonna be a really fucking good time, Davey. You better be here by the time your folks are listening to this. <laughs> you yes. better be hanging out with us. <laughs> You know you want to. <laughs> and in the future, sir, if you want to call in and give us some bullshit for us to play it back on the show, that phone number again is 513-463-7439, which is also SGFY. And, uh, Davey, we've had deep thoughts together where we're just sitting on the couch maybe late at night. You know the kind of bullshit that goes on in my head. Well, I've decided to kind of start pulling those little things out and bring them on the show. And it's been a fun little segment oh, called cool. Keep Your Thoughts to Yourself. So this uh, came across my Facebook feed. And I want to get you guys' opinion on it. And then I'm really going to share my opinion. Um, this man uh, erects an electrified fence uh, at a bus stop to keep kids off his lawn. <laughs> and apparently the neighbors were pissed the hell off about it. <laughs> I so, bet. <laughs> so let's take a little look at the video and uh, get some context. And I pick up trash every day. There's a cigarette butt right there. Private property signs plastered on a tree. Surveillance cameras posted around the home. This Sandston homeowner says that's how far he felt he had to go to keep people off of his property. Brian says last year he had trouble with kids at a bus stop at the corner of South Wilson Way and East Berry Street. Trespassing signs and posted signs have been up for two years and nothing stops. People. Tuesday, before children got to the bus stop, Brian put up this electric fence, which runs off of this solar-powered battery, a move that caused quite a stir among kids, parents, neighbors, and on social media. My only question was to him was insurance and liability. Did he have coverage in case a kid got shot? Police responded and inspectors showed up to survey the area. Director of Public Works tells CBS 6 the homeowner's fence was installed on the county's right-of-way. Our cameras rolled as Brian took the fence down. But I went ahead and removed it today because uh, it was not in the right place. Do you want to put? Do you think you'll put it back up? Uh, probably not. While Brian did not anticipate the uproar the electric fence would cause, he's glad it got people talking. He hopes some of that conversation will be between parents and their children. <laughs> <laughs> so, how uh, intense is that guy? 
So, uh, Cap, what, what's your first take on that? Where do I start? Your video, uh, th- uh, guys, if you want the full video, uh, we'll post a link for it. Uh, I'm just gonna—I was just only gonna share little momentary, nice segments of what they were talking about. If you want to get the full scope, uh, check out the link. But Cap, what, what's your initial thoughts on that? So, was he serious? Where he was just like, "Oh, this turns out this part of my yard isn't my yard." Or was, <laughs> was that serious? <laughs> see okay so if we okay let's go ahead and tackle that part the fucker is pissed off because there's kids getting on hit that part of the lawn and it's not even his yeah now so that was i get well i guess that was true because i guess he would raise so much of a fuss right officials would have to come out and survey the yard and see exactly how much he owned he's just like oh my bad (laughs) <laughs> what you thinking about that on that, Davey? I'd be more worried about his pistol. It looked like he was open carrying out right? there, like oh, yeah. pulling the damn thing out of the ground. He, he's got at least five guns in his house. <laughs> and he uh... also, if you are going to build an electric fence, wouldn't could he just put up a sign just says "Do not touch" or something? There like was. That? <sighs> I didn't see it on the video. I guess. Uh, yeah, I didn't it said it hard. was an electric fence, and people are coming up and touching it. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Okay, look, here's my thing. I 100% support this guy, and it's bullshit that those cops had to be called out. And I'll tell you fucking why. Yeah. Because he had already been said for two goddamn years, he had been telling those snot-nosed brass to get off his fucking lawn. Regardless of if it's part of his property or not, he's been probably mowing the goddamn thing. Yeah. So you know what? That's part of his fucking lawn. And if he's got fucking signs and people can't read, then yeah, maybe they deserve to get a little shot. And you know what? If the kids so this wanna... is so Go I can ahead. talk like this too. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh Fuck. yeah. All right. This got is it. iTunes, man. Right. This is podcast land. There's no FCC in this. Okay, bitch. cool. Dude, I said it's like us hanging out and just bullshit and wake up, Davy. <laughs> what are you really? What you thinking on? No, that? I'm totally with you. That's. I mean. <laughs> You only say what you would want your friends to hear. Heard that. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, I fucking, I think that guy's a fucking genius. He's brilliant. Fuck those kids. <laughs> Get off the fucking lawn. And you know what? Back to what Cap was saying about uh, the cops saying, oh, well, that's part of his lawn. I hope, he's, I hope he stops maintaining it. Fuck those guys. And that's not really part of his <laughs> yard. Know, uh, like a lawn fence? Yeah. Like a sure. grass fence? Uh-huh. Show me exactly where my property yeah, line is. Yeah, he's got is. warning signs I'm, I'm out gonna... there, too. There's yeah. no reason for a- there was no reason for any of this. That is that is just grade A bullshit because kids are just fucking shitheads. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I guess in the end, that wasn't a thought I should have kept to myself, but I feel like the majority will think so. So, well, in a good namesake of this show, uh, let's go ahead and bust on into something good from around the net. Uh, in the hashtags, Boring Heist has been promoting the fact that they've got a new record finishing up. Yep. So, hopefully, we're going to have the, uh, those guys on very soon. At least Owen. I've been talking with him. So I want to at least help get them on. So if you guys hadn't heard of the Boring Heist, they're from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, they played Repo a good bit. They played with us at the Milestone. Uh, get I on think it. they were Billy Corgan at the Halloween thing. Were they the Smashing Pumpkins at that? No, uh, no I think they, they were, were uh, the Sonics. Yeah, they, they played the Sonics. Okay, Sunday. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Davey Dirt, what's your opinion on the Foo Fighters? Oh, man. Uh, good band. Kind of. Kind of hard to listen to sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. 
They're good uh, for what they are, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't spend a lot of time with them. No, I don't either. Well, uh, well, last Wednesday, so a week ago, by the time this is coming out, at a private performance, uh, Dave Grohl fell off stage once again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> This, this time too. he just didn't break a leg, <laughs> but he was trying to be a uh, beer drinking uh, idiot stick. <laughs> hey, hey, he made a choice. He made a choice. He definitely made a choice. Um, I, I'm, I'm sparing the audio right the ghost now. Ghost is fucking with the chair right now. No, yeah, there goes gen- the chair thing again. No, that's just genuinely a, uh, a bad chair. I, the, the screws have fallen out of it. No, Dave so, Grohl was just acting a fool. Yeah, so so he grabs this beer and he puts it on top of uh, the speaker cabinet right here. And he tries picking it up with his mouth. He spills it all over the speaker yeah. anyway. Starts chugging it. So, And by the way, it's a Bud Light. I know, I saw that shit too. Come on, man. Really, Dave Grohl, a Bud Light. So yeah, he gets back on stage. Whoa, boom. Ah, <laughs> right on his fucking ass. eat shit. <laughs> Honestly, that would, that would happen to me probably. <laughs> That sounds like something that would happen to me regularly. You're right. <laughs> I, I've done that. <laughs> I too have done that. <laughs> My birthday show. Oh yeah. You, do do we want to go into that a little bit, Davey? Birthday show. My twenty first. Well, I would birthday love to show hear about this shit too. Yeah, we can. Let's, right. let's 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 dive on into let's, that. Let's one. get let's go into that one a little bit. So. Uh, that's uh, when we lived in Noda. I was roommating with Tony, and you and Devin, the guitarist, lived mm-hmm. in a place. And essentially, it was just party time, twenty four seven, and it was fantastic. So, I had gotten you know really good friends with you guys and considered you family. And after the band had split, the one thing I fucking wanted for my twenty first birthday was for Dirtbag Love Affair to play my birthday. <laughs> so I was able to, of course I knew you were down for it. Tony was down for it. I talked Devin into it. And then Scotty was along for the ride. <laughs> so, as you also know, Davey, uh, it was not my 21st birthday when I first started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And this no. is going to be fun to listen to because I've never seen Alex. I've seen Alex drink, but I've never seen him shit-faced. There's video proof somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> of what? But, no, just Alex drinking that uh, at... 21. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of the st- what happened on stage? Are you, is that what you're talking about? Or I just completely go out of frame? No, no, no. I'm oh. just talking about random drunken videos. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so all day I had been day drinking. And <laughs> by the middle of our set, because we were opening for Dirtbag, by the middle of my set... Yeah. I don't remember what the hell was even happening. What I what I do remember was yelling at Mikey to start a song that technically Matt was supposed our drummer was supposed to be starting because I was on bass at the time we didn't have a bass. I was about to ask you all doing a, a three piece then. Yeah, that was the, that was a short time we were a three piece and I was on bass, Mikey on guitar and the drummer. So I remember yelling for them to start a song and then blinking and then being on the ground and another song playing and my bass wasn't on me. (laughs) And then I blinked again and I remember Owen holding me up (laughs) and we're singing the last song and then I blink again and I'm in the bed and it's the next morning. (laughs) So... 
I not only miss Dirtbag set entirely, <laughs> the one thing but you I mi- wanted for my fucking birthday was for you guys to get back together. You missed half of your own damn set, apparently, too. <laughs> and I missed half of my own fucking set. And I was uh, celebrating your birthday with you. I might have missed that Dirtbag set, too. <laughs> <laughs> you were definitely not helping the cause. <laughs> my God. What the? So how much of that night do you remember, too? Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard some stories very similar. He's like, you tell me. But uh, that was that was celebration, so that was... We were going for it. And oh, yeah. Is there anybody in the room that could fill in the gaps, possibly? Because we do have a couple people in the background. I remember. Okay, so so Davey, uh, let's go ahead we'll and trade out with me, up Lacey. real quick. Uh, we have his lovely wife with us in the I'll background, I'll trade places with Lacey, since yeah. I wasn't there for this. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, you hop up, you, and then hop around. Wiggle on in there. Wiggle in. You don't have to. Yeah, you just set that okay. there. All right. Yes. Yeah, I was probably. Hello, Lacey. Hey. hey. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was. I was a little, a little more sober than right. y'all. I mean, not like I caught up quick, <laughs> but I remember vividly. Uh huh. You. Because <laughs> I was standing at the back door of the milestone mm-hmm. so but i walk in and it's like oh no because i had gone outside right and then you got you just start sounding a little sloppier <laughs> and then he stopped and i was like i gotta see what the fuck's going on so davy's outside he's already shit three to the i don't know where the fuck he is <laughs> <laughs> i was standing there with him but yeah he was far surpassed me um by then but so I go in, I'm like, I got to go see what, what Alex is doing because it's his birthday. And I remember I walked in, so I'm standing right there, that side of the stage, and you are just like this sloppy little mess, and you're trying your hardest, you can tell. And I just remember being like, oh no, but then I just laughed, and I was like, look at him go. Because I remember at 19, Mm-hmm. At Highland Mills Pool. Yes. And what's his name? Made his moonshine. And it was just ever clear with a bunch of fruit. (laughs) (laughs) It was so gross. Davey was, had drank all, I don't even know. So he just remembers, I think, spots of this day. But you showed up Mm -hmm. just out of the blue, random. And we're still by the pool. It was just us left. So then you you drink it, and then I'm like, just eat the fruit. And so you just eat the fruit, and then you, you go home, and you end up puking on the fucking bus. You'll never eat fruit. <laughs> so I'm so glad she told that, because I've told that story on the show. So now I have fucking proof yeah. that it happened, because that was the story. Okay, so let me fill in the gaps. Uh, sorry, <laughs> listeners, you're going to get a small recap now. Uh, I told it early, early in the episode, so new listeners probably haven't heard this at all yet. So that's when I worked at Solstice Tavern. And my hours had gotten cut and they let me go early. So I texted Davey. I was like, yo, do you want to hang out? I'm pissed off and I want to drink. And he was like, yeah, duder. <laughs> so that's when I just show up and I've told the story about eating the fucking grape that was in there. All that shit. And how I was three sheets to the wind and it wasn't even five o'clock yet. Yeah, the sun's still out. 
Oh yeah, on like a fucking Thursday. <laughs> and he left out. You left out like a champ. Like you, you seemed fine. We oh, thought yeah, you were at okay. the time I was because I was because I because I was even going. I don't need to be too fucked up yeah. because you know so and so's <laughs> at home. You know, and this that and the other. I want to get there. So I remember getting on the bus and I felt fine for maybe the first. <laughs> actually, no, I was fine for the first bus to downtown. I got on the second bus to my apartment. And I was like maybe 10 minutes away and I started feeling it in my stomach. And it's like we kept fucking hitting every goddamn pothole we could fucking find. It was goddamn ridiculous. (laughs) Bouncing me everywhere. Um, And it was a stretch of road where there was not a stop for a minute. And I am just yanking on this fucking cord. And the guy's like, oh, stop's coming up, stop's coming up. I was like, you got to stop now. And eventually he'd stop. And I pull, open up the door, the side door, and then sat back down. And about fucking two minutes later, ding, 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 started doing it again. Again, fuckers, it's six o'clock in the afternoon. Don't forget, there are other people on the bus. This isn't like a late at night, 11 o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning kind of shit, okay? This is. <laughs> Dinner time, and this fucker is puking off the side of the goddamn bus <laughs> in broad goddamn daylight. Wait, he talks about you to this day, probably to his friends. <laughs> so those those were so definitely. But back some, to your birthday, I remember yeah. you fell off the stage. You I basically face, the, someone face planted, and your mom was mm-hmm. like. I remember her carrying you out. <laughs> it was her and one of the Jeffs. I can't yeah, remember if I'm it was Biggie or Clayton. I think I thought it was Clayton. Possibly. I'm not. Like I said, it, it was it was one of the Jeffs. But yeah, uh, <laughs> someone has yeah. video. I've seen it. Yeah. Someone has video of me yeah. falling off stage yeah. that night. But I, I don't I remember it, if I was it's like, Devin. Oh my god! And then I I remember just cheering like hell, like. It so, might be Devin, actually. He does so, take a lot Devin, of video. if you're listening to this, I know that's something you wouldn't have gotten rid of. <laughs> it's on that damn I know computer. your ass. It's on that damn computer somewhere. So, I tell you what, you better seek that out and uh, send it back to us. So, it was nice to meet y'all. Lacey, thank you so much for coming on and sharing those stories you. with us. Of <laughs> yeah, I missed all those days. Yeah, those were some wild fucking times, man. Especially those dirtbag shows. That, uh, the birthday show, I remember you going down, and then I remember starting our set, and then cleaning it all up, and dragging our shit off the stage, and that's really about it. <laughs> I think I think I started yelling at Buck or somebody there about throwing beer cans down in, in the grass outside. I don't even, I think that may have even happened. Oh my god! I did do that at some point, but we we've since made up, and that's all water under the bridge. But it was was just like, oh, you were just wasted. Yeah, but yeah, but Buck understands drunkenness. I I think that was the same night. I'm sure he's seen worse than that. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, you didn't get banned. Yeah. <laughs> you did all right. You could have gotten banned. I've known a couple people that wound up happening to. <laughs> Those definitely were some of the most fun I've had as a collective whole was that time living in Noda with having all of us just living so close together. Yeah. And, uh, God, we would stay up some nights and just, like, 
you would concoct like this this crazy shit in the kitchen for us to eat and it would be made of like macaroni and cheese with like different hot sauces and then you would like add other shit to it it was like cooking and like yeah you just have to do what you have to do what you got in the cabinets and well i find it little frankenstein because now it parlayed into your career later of you working in kitchens (laughs) so you actually did have a passion for cooking Did, 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 <laughs> not so, not so, uh, in love with that life anymore. Oh man. It just is what it is. <laughs> I know I've been there. Uh-huh. I miss it though. I miss it, but my body just won't allow me for it anymore. Cause I got the arthritis bullshit. You have the, you have the, all, the old man legs. The old, old man shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not even 30 yet. And he's falling apart. <laughs> so why do you not like it anymore though? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Was it the hours? The... No, I think I'm just burned out. Yeah. Just, just straight up burned out. Time to take a left. <laughs> well, Cap, talking about some keeping thoughts to yourself, you, you've been start stirring up some bullshit on Facebook lately with music <laughs> festivals. Because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? I'm, all right. Bonnaroo got announced the other day. And I don't even want to pull up the lineup right now because it's a bunch of bands that our listeners have never heard of other than maybe Fish, and apparently they're playing three sets. And my first thought was, who the fuck wants to go see that shit? (laughs) Well, apparently our listeners uh, do give a little bit more of a shit on this. Yeah. Uh, uh, This was going to be a minute, guys. Uh, And and the only reason (laughs) is because we want to be fair and balanced. And if one of our listeners really has something to say, well, we're going to give him a platform, too. So let's see if he uh, agrees with uh, Captain Nunn over here. Let's see. Hey, guys. Rob here from Knoxville. Thought I'd give you a call. First time caller. Cat posted about the Bonnaroo lineup, so I thought I'd give my two cents real quick. Uh, I know a lot of people are complaining about it. They always do. My point being, when I see all those posts coming down and everybody complains, I find it humorous because 95% of the people on social media, especially living in Tennessee, that complain about the Bonnaroo lineup, 95% of them have never been to Bonnaroo and, the main point, have no intention of ever going to Bonnaroo. I mean, come on, Captain. You're never going to Bonnaroo. You don't care about it. But complaining about it is just what I find humorous. It's not like other festivals where you go and you, you go to your riot fest, your Lollapalooza, your jazz fest. You go and then you leave. The thing about Bonnaroo is I complained about it too. And then I went. I was miserable. I was tired, exhausted. But I came home and I was like, what the hell? That was totally out of my normal what I would do. And I had to go back. I've been 13 times. I've been exposed to some stuff that is totally out of my wheelhouse. EDM, not my thing, but I've seen Mimosa, Skrillex, Girl Talk, Bass Nectar, stuff I'd never see. Probably won't see again unless they're there, but it kind of expands what you're used to listening to. And I would argue that the best artists on that lineup are the ones I've never heard of. The only reason I keep going is because there's a tight group of friends. We've been camping together for years there. Got it down to an art. Even people from out of town, Alabama, from Austin, from Chicago, all show up. We converge once a year. We hang out and have a great time for four days because you're on this farm, in this community, living with people you normally wouldn't interact with. But that, that aside, the lineup is pretty solid. It's better than last year. I mean, you got Gambino, who'll probably be pretty entertaining, Rival Sons, the awesome Cherry Glazer, the record company, Gojira, and 
one of my favorites on that lineup, probably one of the most polarizing metal bands in the past 10 to 15 years, Death Heaven, who, by the way, I saw there a couple years ago play about 2 a.m., and they were, they floored me. Phenomenal. Can't wait to see them again. So anyway, I would invite you guys, if you want, we're going this year. we got a whole crew. You want to expand a little bit, kind of open you up, see something, go see some bands you've never heard of, many of them that are young, kind of like the fill-ins, new, never, you just stumble across some band on some side stage, middle of the afternoon, or 3 a.m. on your way to ride a Ferris wheel. It's pretty awesome. So don't knock it until you've tried it. Cheers, guys. All right. <laughs> What's up, Rob? Well, I went ahead and ordered some food, and I took a shit. <laughs> and I think I still got the gist of what he was saying. <laughs> Man, no, Rob Rob is a radio guy. That's what took it so long. <laughs> oh, coming from another... Was that one of your old... That's one of my old radio cronies from oh, uh, Knoxville, Rob, okay. from... Derek and Rob and the Funhouse on WTK Radio and WTKRadio.com if you, you want to check those guys. Plug? He's just totally ripped oh, he's your a ass a new one. Hey, <laughs> if he's going to buy us tickets to Bonnaroo this year, then if he's going to include us, hey man. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to say no to free shit. Yeah. I'll take a... I would just never spend my money or book tickets on my own dime to go do that because everything he listed sounds like a horrible time. I was like, it really, it really does. It's, it's, I guess it's kind of like, um, say, in the bands that he mentioned, you know, like the Deaf Heavens, Childish Gambinos. It'd be kind of cool to see. I don't give but I don't want to pay that fucks fucking about like, Childish Gambino. I mean, I really don't either. But it's like one of those deals I've where it's like, I've never even heard it. It's eh. the new Lando. It's Donald Glover. Yeah, that's Childish Gambino. When he okay. Raps. Yeah. I don't give two flying fucks yeah. about that. Yeah. But, and that's coming from a Star Wars fan. <laughs> and he talks about how I've never wanted to go to fucking Bonnaroo or anything. That's bullshit because Bonnaroo used to have, you know, low-hanging fruit for, like, guys like us every year. Like, like Alice what? Cooper, Danzig, and fucking, uh, uh, for, I guess, for more for my taste, Slayer. And, uh, you know, at least four or five bands that I would go, like, on a, like, a day. Maybe not a full weekend, but, like, a day. Like, yeah. spend, like, an afternoon for, like, five bands that you know you're going to dig. They used to be consistent about that, but now they're not. So that's why I'm shitting on it. And here's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm really shitting on it. <laughs> what do you think of any of that, Davey? Do, do, what do you think of like those festivals in general? Because he was even listing off like the uproar fests and the warp tours and shit like that. Man, they're just honestly to me, they're just miserable. Really hot as hell. I mean, it's fun. It's really fun, but it's fun turning into day. an old have man you, like you, me yeah. now. Have you been especially. to any of them that were like? Well, have you been to many of them? Uh, back oh, pre two thousand five. Yeah. I haven't been since oh five. Oh yeah, yeah. Were there any? Was there one that you specifically remember going like, "Holy shit, that was well worth it." Ozfest oh one was awesome. What, what bands you see there? Honestly, just Ozzy. That was the first time I got to see him. Oh yeah, so that just was just badass. Like that. in the main stage, yeah. lit yeah. up. Uh, I think Buck Cherry was on there when they were huh. really, really, really young. Well, the past couple of years I've been to Carolina Rebellion, back when it was a thing, we would like, uh, there would be like one band, we'd be like, all right, fuck yeah, I'll go to the day this guy is playing, and then look to see who's uh, playing throughout the day, and if there's like three or four, you know, that's a, that's a day. That's a day I can like schedule around and enjoy myself. I went to Warp Tour once, and then again, it was with free tickets, 
And even then, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Warped Tour. What did you, what, what were you expecting? Like, who did you go to see, or were you expecting anybody well, again, to see? it was free tickets. It's not like I decided to really go. Okay, it's, 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 it's yeah, it's definitely not one of, you but, don't go but, to a like, festival There's a, if there's not a band that you're going to enjoy playing. I mean, there, there was stuff there that was interesting, like, um... What was that? What's that one fucking popular ska band? Real Big Fish. Real Big Fish, yeah. Did, did they have that song, uh, I Hate You, So I Wrote This Song About You, or something like that? I'm not really sure, honestly. It's whoever, whoever wrote that song, Owen was really into him, and he was like, You gotta check these guys out. And they, and they were a fun show. I didn't dig the music. So, Hi, ska listeners. See, I just. <laughs> so, so is that the only festival you've been? Well, you've played uh, Uproar and stuff like that, but was yeah. Warp the only one you went to as a patron? Uh, I think think so see it's different when no, there's bands and, on the bill that you of, like well and a couple of the um uh speed streets here in town okay but that wasn't was but is that a proper music festival or is that just a nascar event with a band or two it's a nascar event with music all day okay there's so, multiple stages okay I'm, yeah so yeah that's, so, so i mean that is but that's definitely different from like a full scale like all oh music it is very event, different from like that, that. Yeah. but i'm just saying that that would probably be the only other closest thing yeah and i would still kind of consider that one it's kind of like a low rate one right yeah. still a festival but like it, it compared, was like, compared it was to a Carolina rebellion or yeah. a bonnaroo or something like yeah, that Yeah, that, that's primarily what it was it was basically a big food truck festival right and beer's a little bit cheaper at that yeah it's all the whole beer ticket <laughs> and, thing. and honestly that Sounds more pleasant than a Bonnaroo or anything like that, or like a, a scheduled a all day event full of bands you're not going to give a shit about. And look, here, I don't know why you were bitching about it, but here's the reason I bitch about that shit. It isn't because I don't want there to be festivals for all these hippy dippy trippy bands and all that bullshit. Fine, you can have your festivals. The reason I get pissed off about it is because we have all these other festivals, but there's not one for music that we like. There's really not. They're all killing and that's it in the reason Sweden. We get pissed off about it is because okay, fine. If you're gonna bring in these small bands like the fill-ins, like he wanted to throw in there. Yeah. Ouch, by the way. <laughs> you know, if you wanted to throw those bands in, fine. Throw some of the C and B list guys a bit more of a bone, you know? Throw back in the Danzigs and the offsprings and the, you know, ones that would at least be a little interesting to see. You and, know? and they're around this music quite a bit too, with working in college radio and stuff like that yeah. once a week and stuff like that too. I mean, and that you, might be part guys, of it. And the college guys know Danzig and Offspring and oh, all yeah. that. Oh yeah, every time we so went, there's no get... goddamn excuse for that. I've, I've been to see. It's Bi not like we're asking for Airborne. It's Hell. not like we're asking for fucking a flag. It's not like we're asking for some indie bands. It's like, come on, <laughs> give us some mainstream basic bitches that would that would be really cool to see. Fun fact: uh, yeah. Rob directed Traffic to Made of Biters for the first time. Really? Yeah. See? Well, there you go. So he knows his shit. <laughs> yeah. So come on, man. We, we get it, but we're bitching because it's like, if you've got all that, then do throw some of the good bands a bone. And the thing is, is yeah, if we got on it, we promote it. We we wouldn't give a goddamn as Bonnaroo. Yeah. Okay, we'll play it. We don't even care if we're the first fucking band. We yeah. do it. We'll be the ugly stepbrother <laughs> in the whole thing. We, we'll be goddamn hypocrites. We don't care. It's just, <laughs> but we would be bringing that element to the show. And they used to be real good about it. Like there was one uh, lineup. Uh, I remember like one lineup. Uh, it was just because I'm fans of these groups. It would uh, be Jason Isbell in the 400 unit, you know, Southern rock country stuff, but followed up by fucking Wu-Tang Clan. Just cool <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> well, Davey, since you don't even like those things, if you could build your dream festival thing, what, what would those bands be? And they would have to still be touring. 
Like, it's not one of those, I would make this band come out of retirement or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it, it would be bands that maybe have material still coming out or bands that you know still tour or play shows. What what would go from, like, you know, your tinier openers and then give me a couple that would lead up and then while you're processing all that, think of what your number one headliner for that big show would be. All right, Dream Festival, I guess. Yes. Definitely put some of my... Local local buddies on. I mean, obviously, uh, no, no, you guys are on it. We don't have to be biased on this. I was gonna say, all right, let's let's go ahead and let's dirt bag love affair and fill ins at the at the bottom. Let's go ahead and say we'll go on first. Actually, we'll just take those off the table. Yeah, let's just not include dirt bag love affair or the fill ins or any of the bands that we're a part of because that's cheating. Yeah, so let's not include any of the things we're doing. This is something that we would want to see as a patron. Okay, like let's say a uh, local that I'm friends with. Yeah. Let's put Commonwealth on there. Oh, yeah, let's put sure. uh, uh, Body Bags on there. They're doing good things these days. Graveyard Boulevard guys are awesome. Oh, yeah. So that sounds like a good first little... Get it pushing stand. in the uh, nasty rock and roll direction a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what would be your next tier up? Be like the bands that'd be like, okay, so now we've gotten that good warm-up on multiple stages. What would be your next step up in that evening? Oh man, next step uh let's get weird with it. Let's put like Hank three on there. <laughs> all right, all right. I like, I, like, I like where you're going. I like where you're going. Let's put Hank three, maybe which, like which Hank three band though? Country, fucking uh, cattle call, detune shit, or um, the three hour set. Yeah. He does like four <laughs> kinds of sets. I'm just talking the three, the the, the Hank three one, the country. Just the country, country version. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh good. Let's do that. Maybe uh Put on Shooter Jennings or something like yeah, that. Yeah, keep the that. feel. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh yeah, Shooter Jennings would be a cool one. He still does cool shit. Kind of build like the bring all the southern rock and mm-hmm. uh, country stuff. Just kind of like a yeah, yeah, nice blend of all, all little together. specific little tastes and shit. Mm-hmm. Like Kid Rock, like oh god, come on, man, no. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 Kid Rock, <laughs> no Kid Rock. <laughs> Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, we'll, saying that's where the big bucks. No, no, come. no, 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 no. Now we'll go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll so go now, ahead. And all right, so Tank Three already gave us a three-hour set. That was your. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <laughs> he he covered us a good bit. What would be your next step up? Now this would be, let's say, the second to the last, right before your big headliner to top off this huge thing. What would be your second to last tier? Is uh probably rancid in them in this tier. Yeah, I would. I'd put them in. That'd that be tier. fair. Oh, they, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Like rancid transplants, mm, mm-hmm. bad religion, all the all the classics. You know, the there early nineties, late eighties. Your oh, punk yeah. rock bowling lineup at the at that tier, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dwarves on there. Exactly. All your the usual Maybe suspects. The, uh, oh yeah, that'd be dopey seconds. shit. Descendants. Hell yeah. See, I would say we can start grabbing them and dispersing them a little bit more throughout the earlier ones and just kind of building yeah, that kind triangle of pepper, a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah, now my brain's opening up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what would some of those headliners be? Be like, now this is the shit you can't miss. Headliners, shit you can't miss. If it's all on one bill, or if it's all for one price tag, whatever, I'd want to, I mean, if you haven't seen them, Motley Crue is awesome. Put them on. Oh, that. Uh, no, 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 we can't. No, we can't do that. They're terrible live, dude. No, this is Dave. This is Dave. No, 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 no. That damn, that damn roller coaster thing is just badass. 
Oh. If I'm going for fun. Fair enough. <laughs> if I'm going for fun, that thing is badass. I don't agree with your choice, but it's your choice. <laughs> I'm flying around festival. and beating on like torches and Hank, saw blades. Hank three, and, I mean, rancid, motley crew. <laughs> I love how I'm going on. It is. My tier three is like, like the the big fireworks and explosions and stuff like the ex- right. like the the big show. More like. As to see, then right more visual than like the actual good performance. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, they play the hell out of it too. <laughs> that backing track did. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. See, you, you might be right. I did, I, I, I did used to drink a lot. <laughs> I was drunk every time. <laughs> no, uh, man, that that's kind of been an ongoing thing, uh, even with the uh, Cod Pod guys. So we did a uh, we did a Deadpool and then a Kill List on their show. <laughs> so it was people we thought we that would die this year, and then we did a separate list of who we wanted to kill this year. <laughs> <laughs> so they went through theirs, and I gave my Deadpool. I don't want to give any spoilers. I don't know if the episode's gonna drop by the time this one does. Right. But um, I'll go ahead and spoil my Kill List. Yeah, just because it's. Uh, it's so related. relevant. So we, we picked three for each, the Deadpool and the kill. So when it re- went back to me, they're like, Alex, what's your kill? And I went, well, I'd have to think long and hard on this to see what would better the community, better the world, and make you know peace on Earth. So my three is Vince Neil, Tommy Lee, and Nikki uh, Six. <laughs> Mick Mars is cool. He can do whatever Mick, the fuck he Mick wants. Mick can stay. Mick can stay. He's he's fine. He's cool. <laughs> but Tommy, Vince, and Nikki, they were the three. I follow Vince Neil on Facebook, and he was on a roll the other night. I should have screen capped these what these the fucking fuck? posts. Is he, so right, wait. He actually runs his Facebook. It's not like an act. It's not like one of those PR companies. Because he's blatantly being drunk and talking shit. You know when somebody's drunk and on Facebook, Vince yeah. Neil is drunk and on Facebook a oh lot. My God. <laughs> oh, I bet that's good. What's it's, he been doing? Apparently, the other day they were he had a meeting with uh, Nikki Six and Tommy Lee and who and Mick Mars. And apparently, uh, Nikki Six and Vince got into a fight, and Vince bitched about it on Facebook. <laughs> fighting over I don't know he was talking it, it referred to uh, Nikki Six as Frank <laughs> his real name oh that's his real oh my god I never knew that I and, love and that I hope Frank. this is I hope this is a real account because then he talks about uh, go- hanging out with Tommy Lee and drinking at a bar with him and then next thing you know, he's hanging out with Nick Cage, and he's getting an arm wrestling match with Nick Cage. He's posting pictures of him being drunk with Nick Cage. Where is this? I'm going to verify your shit right now. <laughs> I hope it's not is, a fake account. Oh, my God. If you're looking at a fake account right now, I'm going to be But the, so... the photos are... De- but he deletes all these fucking photos every time he posts about it, too. Oh, likely story. No, I swear to Christ. Likely story. Next time he gets on a drunk tirade, I'm going to take pictures. Or get screen caps. I'm scrolling through here to see what the hell's going on. His last, hmm, his last, last post one was, like was from December 30th. Yeah, I've noticed uh, exactly. December I went back to find all those actually. two, and I found that as well. Uh huh. I think you're full of shit, sir. I'm gonna screen cap next time he gets drunk because he does it a lot, and I just am never, you know, I never think to screen cap it. I just think you're full of shit. That's yeah, what it yeah, is. His manager calls him the next <laughs> morning. His, and wife, then... his wife takes away his phone. <laughs> I'm like, Vince, god damn it. 
I think that's just what it is. He just gets drunk, says some stupid shit on Facebook and management or whoever or whoever runs is his it fucking... Facebook, Twitter. It's Facebook. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe his like social media guys just like God damn it. <laughs> I would hate. I would hate for that to be my job. <laughs> that might be Imagine legit. That what's being going your on? Job being the social media manager for a really popular celebrity like that, <laughs> and it's your job to have to go through and weed through his bullshit and delete and make it make his. Uh, front look good and clean it yeah clean if it anybody oh. out there is listening and is aware of this please tell me it's real oh my god i think he's full of shit why would i make that up <laughs> i don't think you made it up but <laughs> i think it may have been a fake account i hope it's not please somebody verify that for me because it's great <laughs> it's so great well i just looked it up it on just his- sounds like shit he would do <laughs> It does, but that almost sounds like too good to be true. I know, right? <laughs> somebody, or either that or somebody has the best Vince Neil narrative ever. <laughs> I wish he'd just release a video like the David Hasselhoff thing wherever he was wasted oh, eating then it won't burger be fun- or whatever. Then it won't be fun anymore. Yeah, it will. It'll be fucking hilarious. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're like, look at that fat fuck. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want Pat Vince Neil to not be funny anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's going to go to rehab and get another facelift and he'll be okay. (laughs) God, I hope that's real. Well, Davey, one of the things uh, I really appreciated about you was you were a killer bassist. Oh, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, as a bass player, too, I admire the hell out of your work, dude. What were some of those inspirations for you? Man, the guy I always watched is uh, Matt Freeman from Rancid. Mm-hmm. Big impact on me, too. Really? Yeah, like when I was like learning how to play bass proper, I'd listen to fucking uh, Out Come the Wolves and like pick that album apart bass-wise. Oh, so that's where a lot yep. of my, a big chunk of my licks come from, if you will. And that, that seriously is probably like my number one inspiration. I tried to play everything, every one of his songs and... It's not easy. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, and then once you can play a few of them, you can play about anything. Yeah, like you, in the punk style. Yeah. Once true. once you've met once you've figured out a few of his like tricks and mm-hmm. stuff, it's like oh hell yeah, you can go there. And he would play it like a guitar a lot of the time too. Yeah. Did you play guitar before you started playing bass, or was bass always number one? I played guitar. I started on guitar. See, there you go. Yep. <laughs> That's we, all. Have, we have a theory that the best bassists were originally guitarists. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you think you're, at least in my experience, I thought I was, like, really good at mediocre guitar. So I was able to take do the guitar licks and trills and right-hand picking style on bass very easily. That, absolutely. I, uh, and us being Rancid fans <laughs> makes sense, too. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was never able to really get into Rancid too much. I don't know. That was just one of those things that was just that never connected with me. It, I can't list, I can't spend an hour with Rancid with uh, Tim Armstrong's voice. <laughs> but I'll listen to Matt Freeman play bass all day. I was gonna say he just uh, said very offensive things in this room right now. <laughs> that oxygen's just got sucked out of the room. <laughs> no, because um, especially with me. Uh, not really having too much band experience or trying to get the fill-ins back off the ground. It was really fun getting together with you and Scotty over at the practice space. And I would just plug into Devin's gear. And uh, I remember we were even working through early versions of like by little girl that Scotty was working through. And like, we were kind of helping him figure out the rhythm and the beat some and some of the breaks and riffage. 
Hell yeah. I forgot about that. That was fun. Yeah. That I thoroughly enjoy because we got together a few times over at that No Doubt Studios. Yeah. And we just jammed together and just because y'all had already had some of those songs kind of fleshed out. But in those practices, uh, you and Scotty were kind of tightening things up. And yeah, that was uh, old No Doubt Studios. That's a whole new, a whole nother can of worms. I down know. There. Right? <laughs> Let's open up some of those then because I didn't because God. We used to go down there. I'd just hang out for dirtbag practices, but we would just go down there just to fuck around. We'd just spend hours. Go down there, jam. Hell, we could get, you could get off work late night in Noda and go down there. And there's going to be somebody you know down there jamming and drinking yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I missed out on those days too, apparently. It's yeah. like any time, any time, no matter what. The few of the guys live down there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah some of no, the people. Matt from uh, Matt Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Matt. Yeah, he actually wound up living in those studios. That nice. man lived lived his lifestyle. <laughs> that that was truly a man that was dedicated. <laughs> Sex, drugs, and rock and roll all He's the way. He's doing good. He hit me up fairly recently too. So. Word, that's good to hear. I think I don't I don't think I ever got a piece of equipment back from him that I left there one time. It was my bad. I never came back to God. <laughs> I'm not blaming him for I, it. Yeah, but. I think he had like his. I I missed out on a base cabinet or something. Yeah. Whatever. I think it was. A, Yikes. Land yeah. ruled like X amount of time. Yeah, it was what. Yeah, that's that's kind of what happened with me too. Yeah, I was like, oh well. And it was one of those things. It was an amped, and it, it just kept blowing out on me anyway. So. Oh, so you weren't even that mad. <laughs> I was mad because I was like my only piece of like decent equipment I had at the time but shortly after I got more so it was, gotcha. it was not that big of a headache afterward and now I'm glad I don't have it it was nice <laughs> it got me through the hard times <laughs> I remember I love the hard times amps though that's where you built your character that thing was heavy as shit too. what it was, was it do you remember it was a PV it was an old one too and it was it was just one of those where a lot of people had messed with it and tried fixing it and replacing things in it and it was just always blowing fuses. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those situations of in near the end to get it fixed and working properly it just wasn't going to wind up being worth it. It was probably would have cost more to fix it than it was to buy the damn thing. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was ridiculous. I think I got it for like 100, 200 bucks. Gotcha. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, gear talk. Gear talk. <laughs> Nah, uh, when Tony was on, we were we wound up uh, reminiscing about um, one of the first times Dirtbag came up to play Roanoke, and it was at La Finca. The uh, he was laughing because oh, it was one. the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah, uh, shook me down, didn't let me carry my knife in. I don't think I think nope. that was La Finca, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember it was seeing upstairs. A... Yep, yeah, hell yeah, it was. And uh, and we y'all wound up staying at our place. And uh, you do you remember uh, hanging out in the kitchen that night? Oh yeah, that uh, wasn't Scotty P. Was it? Yeah. Was that where Scotty? No, from no, no. Crank Scott... County was he there? Uh, no, that was when Donnie was still in the band. No, the Crank County Scott. Oh no, that was in Asheville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's uh, I knew it was mountains. I was Never say. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Roanoke, Virginia. Similar, when... si- similar house and situation. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it was at our house. It was when uh, Donnie was still in the band, and we were all standing in the kitchen, passing around that like hundred proof spice cap Morgan. Oh Rome. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was the first night I think we we all really hung out. Yeah, that would have been I think. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I think how long ago that was, and look at us now. <laughs> Both of y'all are sober as a damn bird. Well, not well. Al- 
alcohol sober as a damn bird. <laughs> That's close enough. <laughs> We're no longer uh, boozies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boozy. But, but man, some of those dirtbag shows were some of the funnest shows. Hell, that was one of the highlights of uh, a couple years ago. Last time we played with Dirtbag was uh, was that it was you guys, us, and Graveyard Boulevard at the Milestone. That was fun as shit. I think Skipper the Lion was on that one too. Possibly. I think yeah. I think that was a fun one. Yeah. I think that happened. <laughs> no, it ha- it it happened. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I remember it fondly. You remember that it was my dirtbag memory. Everybody being sober <laughs> hey, and happy. Oh, <laughs> well, I think I was still drinking at that one. I was. I yeah. think. I think you were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, remember, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I do remember it, but it was one. Of yeah, those you weren't like shit faced or anything, yeah, but we were yeah. enjoying ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, that was towards the. Yeah. So when's reunion going to happen, guys? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> when's the next farewell show going to be? <laughs> oh shit! You got to talk to Dev about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if he actually listens to these. He at least acts like he does sometimes. <laughs> Man, if he little... calls me and wants to do it, I probably would. So. Well, what have you been doing lately? I put the bass down, probably the show <gasps> we were just talking about. No. No. <laughs> Come on, man. And, uh, His wife's been playing bass for him, apparently. Yeah, I've been just yeah, little, I've been picked up my guitar a little bit, playing right. around again, picking up where I left off, probably. You're just in guitar mode right ago. now. Okay. On When I, I put guitar down to pick up bass, because... Yeah. I met I was a Devin f- at, a, at the Breakfast Club, of all places. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uptown Charlotte. Shit. Yeah, for some reason, my mind went to, he doesn't play anymore? <laughs> Just guitar. No, 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 no. I haven't retired. <laughs> retired. But, uh, yeah, I picked it back up and been playing a lot of guitar. And That sounds like me, too, actually. <laughs> it's kind of cool, isn't it, to change pace a little bit? It kind of like t- you take a a different approach to guitar after you're spending a lot of time with bass. It becomes completely different and you just use those experiences to, in my case, I think I'm playing better as a result from uh, learning how bass works in conjunction to songwriting and everything else too. Yeah, fretting uh, fretting hand control after playing bass for so long is insane. (laughs) I can jump all over that thing. And Alex kind of knows too. He's actually a pretty good bass player in my opinion too. Yeah, I know. No, there's a difference. That dude can play anything. Uh, yeah, you 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 phrased it correctly. I, I I play bass. To me, there's a difference between a bassist and someone who plays bass. Right. I play bass, but you still. But know I would how to... say you are a bassist, Davey. Yeah, you are a proper bassist. So are you, uh, Cap? I would say you're even a proper bassist because you you can yeah. write. Oh yeah. Because you can write lines and you know where to go on that. Right. I kind of mimic what the guitar does, and I know because I'm a guitarist, I know where I can kind of work in it. But I'm not a bassist in that I can write, you know, actual yeah. lines. I, I started yeah. off like yeah, yeah, that yeah. too. I was I had the guitar approach when I first started playing with bass, but understanding drum patterns and stuff like that too, and rhythms, and like you got to play with the guitar and you got to play with the drums. Yeah, and that's what I figured out too. And I've been blessed to play with some kick-ass drummers over the years too, so that's helped out a lot. That always helps aspiring bass players. Yeah, and it helped out with me too, because again, just bringing it back, because God, he's just a um, solid drummer, and you're just a fun bassist. So getting it, getting to be able to play with that groundwork and that backbeat was just so much fun. 
So a lot of my style and everything and maybe songwriting, I can even help attribute to that because, hell, Devin's writing wasn't too far off from mine anyway. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and he's even said that, like when we've been playing together, it's like our minds were kind of synced in and different things he was playing. Yeah. So it's like I wasn't too far off from his style to begin with. So I would definitely say that that definitely helped in some of my early songwriting, just kind of getting a feel for the beat and the rhythm that, you know, would eventually lead to what the hell we're doing today. (laughs) (laughs) Whether it's guitar or bass or whatever else. So it's like in this long string of things that happen in this world, uh, just our friendship played a more interesting role than what people may actually know. (laughs) Yeah. Share a lot, like pass around a lot of the same records. Yep. Yeah, especially at that time, Valenota, and uh, getting uh, firecrackers and blowing up old uh, leftover food in the parking lot. Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) I mean... I missed out on Maniac, Alex. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) And it's so funny because it wasn't that long ago, but it feels forever ago. Yes, it does. But it, it wasn't even that long. It was like, what, 2014? No, a little earlier than that. 13? I was like, I moved to Charlotte in 2013. Yeah, Yeah, 2013. So it wasn't that long ago. I guess in retrospect, it eventually will be. We're getting old. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Sounds like I showed up like right when all that shit was winding down. (laughs) It's weird. You kind of did because shortly after, Noda just went to hell. Seems like it's my fault. It seems like like the whole scene, if you will, kind of like matured a little bit. Almost like the even with the members did like. Recently, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, really there odd. is an to that too. It even feels like even in the uh, the music scene, there's kind of a new shift kind of happening stylistically and mentality wise, and I f- I find that kind of an interesting thing, which I'm actually excited for. Yeah, to see where that leads in 2019. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm noticing a couple of ex- a couple of more three piece bands coming out and stuff. I've always mm-hmm. been a fan of the three piece. Well, is that what you're trying to like, maybe do with right now with yeah, the project that yeah, you're maybe working growing. on? What, yeah. what kind oh, of right project on. do you have going on, sir? Yeah. Milkweed. Explain. It's uh, me and Scotty P from Dirtbag, a oh. drummer. Uh-huh. And my lovely wife, Lacey. Uh, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I, uh. So you're playing guitar my, on that. That's my playing guitar thing. I just needed a bass somebody to play uh, like so i can try to write right and she's got Lacey's a bass, rocking so the bass like, all right well let's come here come here do this right so you're literally training <laughs> you're you're building your own bassist <laughs> yeah and i've shown her a couple of dirtbag songs and stuff even and awesome that's excellent. awesome dude no that's really cool <laughs> and especially because i know you have such a passion for music i'm sure that being able to teach her is rewarding in that too because it's not only are you writing music, but you're kind of in a way passing on that to someone else that didn't know. And, you know, that adds validity to even what you do, man. I think that's so cool. It could be uh, <laughs> it can be very frustrating, but it can be <laughs> very frustrating and it can be very rewarding, too. Whenever you get in there, start digging in and like it clicks, you have right. fun, you get through a couple of songs in a row and. Everybody's and, smiling and they sounded okay. Yeah, and the, re- like, well, and, the reasons, and the reason it's frustrating is because, say, 
the two of us were in a band, okay? There would be a little bit of a different dynamic if you weren't fully catching something, you know? I'd say after the third or fourth time, I'd give you a little bit of a, God damn, Davey, it's this. Come on. Yeah, you'd you know, bust get my with ass it. real quick. Yeah, and you know, bust then... you some balls, and you'd do the same thing back exactly. to me. And be like, motherfucker, it's not an A, it's a G. But you can't do that because she's your wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's hence hence the, like, being, like, frustrating, yet yeah. being insanely rewarding. <laughs> Because you uh, love her to death, and you wouldn't want No, it. she is. She's doing awesome. Oh, yes. No, I, I I, am extremely happy because I see y'all's posts every so often, you know, because I saw that uh, Davy Claus brought her a new bass, and she was, was absolutely adorable. tickled for that. So I've, I've been keeping up with all that, and I think it's just absolutely adorable and amazing that the two of y'all are sharing that together. Yeah, that's... Uh... We we've been having fun so far. We did do the little Santa Claus. We did like cheap, fun, flashy guitar Christmas for each other. Nice, awesome. We're like, okay, we're Santa Claus is gonna bring us one of each. We get one mm-hmm. guitar, bass. We'll hang out. We'll put some strap locks on them. We'll yeah, string them up and start jamming. That'll be our Christmas. And, it and was, you know what? That and was pretty damn cool. Sounds like an awesome fucking. <laughs> and and that really is great because not only were you doing there was. You were getting something that you know was going to be valuable for each other, but you gave the additional gift of an experience because mm-hmm. it wasn't 100% set up. It was, all right, cool. Now that we've got them, let's restring them. Let's put the strap locks on. Everything you just said, now part of the gift is the experience and the sitting down and being able to do all that. So yeah. I, I think that was so cool, man. That's Yo, I, awesome. I, I think I got something in my eye. <laughs> oh, I can't that's show beautiful. it up over That's here. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, us music nerds, we get that, you know, and and that 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 even hits on mine too. Right? So, you know, that that's that's really cool, man. Look at you, and this and this is why you're such a dear friend, is you know the kind of stuff that you do like that radiates from you to your friend group, you know. And it's yeah. like you're you, you're not buying me a damn guitar and saying let's sit down, and I wouldn't want you to. But in I'm just saying, in, but that kind, but that sort of kindness to what? be like even a hey, let's come over, hang out, and let's just play some video games you know yep. it's like yeah. that that's you that it gets extended in you and that's why i just hold you so close and see you more as a brother more than even a friend and that's why i'm extremely happy that you're able to be on the show today and hang out with us i always called you my little bro <laughs> that's right and i'm and i've that's meant the world to me and don't you ever damn forget it sir <laughs> <laughs> this is beautiful well man as we're wrapping up here it's about the time that we dig into our spotify playlists and figure out what the fuck have we been listening to? What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. <laughs> Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. Well, Cap, what you been listening to this week? Man, I have... I've been listening to this record for a while. I'm a fairly new to the band the wild hearts out of the uk oh yeah and i've been going through their catalog consistently in the past several months but i keep coming back to the live album uh well they have several live albums one in particular called the wild Hearts strike back it has like the best mix and like the best you know version of a set list for their catalog and everything especially this album's version of vanilla radio my baby is a head fuck sucker punch Ooh, my baby is a head fog. Yep, that damn song good, fucking that's a damn good one. rules. Right? That's an awesome title. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, beautiful. That one is 
Beautiful Thing You is probably my favorite one on the album, though. Awesome. Yeah. And it's funny, now that I am getting used to the Wild Heart sound, I go back to and listen to Dirtbag Love Affair, some things are starting to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who turned you on to the Wild Hearts? Help Tony, Dev, <laughs> Devin. I remember Devin would talk about him all the time, but it wasn't until recently where I finally <laughs> went back and yeah. discovered the catalog. That dude force fed them to me. He, burned, <laughs> he, he made me an anthology, like a greatest hits record. Oh, I know it. And it was five CDs. Oh, my God. No. All Wild Hearts? And it was good. It was all good. <laughs> but still, exactly. it was five CDs yeah. all at once. No, every time I hang out with Devin, he introduced me to somebody cool who I just like, just pick apart and everything too that's what Devin does <laughs> five goddamn cds oh yeah that, that, and he was like you're gonna love this and I, and I sure did listen l- listen I mean, to that first record you'll be like oh okay <laughs> i didn't have song names or anything so whenever you were reading those off and i knew what you were talking about that the head fuck and all that uh-huh. I'm like, oh i already know that one hell yeah <laughs> oh i know that head fuck song <laughs> and they have like five fucking live have- albums of the same set <laughs> <laughs> so yeah definitely check out the wild hearts especially uh Wild Hearts Strike Back, that la- particular live album. It rules. What about Return of the Wild Hearts? They haven't come out with that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been listening to something that I even posted on Facebook a couple days ago, which I was trying to bait, but then the Kiss fans pulled through and actually gave me a little bit of support. Uh, <laughs> I've been listening oh, yeah. to Psycho Circus lately from Kiss, and that's an unpopular one because it was meant to be the reunion album. But then, as history wound up later telling, that was far from yeah, the Yeah, just a lot of moving parts in this one because of, like, Ace and Peter getting back in their old ways. So they had to get other people on the record, which affected the, the outcome of the production of the songs. And a lot of money was thrown for, like, outside songwriters and shit like oh, that. Yeah. But see, here's the thing for me. I find it such a fascinating album because of all of that. And there is... Essentially, you could build an entire second album from all the outtakes. Fully completed songs that were demoed during the exact same sessions. Okay, I, I would genuinely like to hear those. I haven't heard these yet. No, there there is almost an album's worth of material. You can find it somewhere online. Uh, it was leaked about maybe... Th- Four years ago, okay. and it's like a it was like a collection of like twenty four demos for Psycho Circus, and it was alternate takes of the album plus a bunch of extra songs that never made it. And it's it's really I I love it for the nerdness of it, just going in and digging <laughs> through and finding all the, that weird. What's shit. the context of everything that was going on at the time? Oh my god, no, it, it's it's nuts. But back to the regular album. The thing is, is pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll. That is just a straight. Just, it's a Kiss song. It is a straight bare bones Kiss song. It's got a great Ace sound alike solo by Tommy. Right. Um, it's p- ripping Paul lyrics. It's, it's a good little riff. And even shit in here like uh, We Are One. It's a great Gene kind of like Beatles esque. I'll have to go back harmonizing to Harmonizing vocal. Once you kind of finally take yourself away from un- thinking, you know, oh, this is a reunion album. This was yeah. supposed to be the return of Kiss. If you just take it as. This is Kiss in the late '90s, with the knowledge a, of everything. You know. With the but seeing, but that's the issue. Is so that's what makes albums going, better for me. <laughs> but that's the issue is not everyone's going to be knowledgeable on that, and that's why it's such a panned record and most you know people. But because we dig into it, I find the small minutia, small things interesting. So, and the one actual reunion song is the one song that Gene 
Ace, Peter, and Paul actually all play on, and it's Ace's song, Into the Void. So, if anything, I'll just have to recommend you guys check that one. That would be the only thing close to an actual reunion on uh, that album. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, Davey Dirt, what the hell you been listening to? I've been listening to the uh, Sex Slaves, old New York City band. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, Sex Slave. They've been... Who the fuck are you? They've been off doing their own thing for a while. They're coming back together for a couple of nights in New York, like the yeah, 22nd or so, I think, of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make it, but definitely uh, pumping the records recently. Hell yeah. Uh, Especially, uh, what was the last one, Call of the Wild? Call of the Wild, Call of the Wild. yeah. I love that fucking uh, record. Bite the- Your Tongue's still my personal favorite with the Jack Daniels and mm-hmm. All Night and all that on there. Uh we still uh, play uh, felons do sets with the uh, fucking uh, Jack Daniels every oh, now yeah. and then. Our too. acoustic set, we we put Jack Daniels in the set, and the last time we went up to the rim, uh, we got Mikey up on stage, and we got uh, we got him to sing that. We we've got video Danielle that's up there. Yeah, uh, I know she loves every time she hears her name on this damn show. <laughs> <laughs> she has video of it, so I'll show you guys when we finish wrapping up here. <laughs> I uh, I have since learned Jack Daniels on guitar and as you know Scotty already knows it so there you go. oh hell yeah well if there's ever a show we play together that's we a, have to do a big combination of everyone together playing that song fuck yeah uh, Lacey, Lacey kind of knows it too so that's, we may be playing well, it there too I, that's what I meant when, if there's ever a show with the fill-ins and you guys' band we'll Absolutely. just have to combine everyone and make it a big old band but uh yeah <laughs> Well, what was some of your favorites on that album? Just Jack Daniels, or what would be some of your others? Yeah, the whole damn thing's good. Uh, <laughs> you just you turn it on and you let it play. Uh, it's one of those albums for you. Search and Destroy, always a good cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiss Me, always. That's the slow acoustic one. Uh, they don't ever play that live, but I got... Uh, we were hanging out one night after show. Dirtbag used to play with those guys a little bit. And, yeah. Uh, we were all drinking, hanging out, and I got Eric to play me an uh, acoustic version of Kiss Me. Nice. <laughs> With your eyes open. <laughs> That's awesome. So he serenaded you singing Absolute, a song Absolutely Kiss me. wasted. I, I, this, the so song that sounds is, like the best. The song to me on the album is a highlight just because it's so out, like off-tangent from the rest of the record. Right. Just, <laughs> just like the little ballad or whatever. And I'm just imagining this guy serenading you, <laughs> singing those lyrics. He's like sitting backwards on our couch, like with his legs over the back of it with an acoustic, just kind of, yes me, yes me. And you're just like, fuck yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, man. Uh, I've given him, it comes up probably... It's come up every time I've since. Really? Every time you see him, you're like, you remember doing this? Yeah, <laughs> uh, hell yeah. He may have played it live one time. I don't know. But that song, I always really liked that one. That's hell a fun yeah. one. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. For whatever reason, that one's been the standout kind of to me. And we got uh, the Sex Slaves are featured on our Something Good For You playlist on Spotify. Look at you. Whoa, took that right out from under me. Look Something- at that. Well, y'all, I just blacked out for a second again. <laughs> 
what just happened. <laughs> and guys, if you've got something good to share with us, definitely give us a call on that hotline number, 513-463-SGFY-7439. And leave your thoughts and opinions, even if you got a four-minute diatribe on why you like tripping on fucking acid at Bonnaroo. Say some shitty fucking techno bands and all that stuff. <laughs> Even if you want to go on that sort of rampage, as you see, <laughs> we will play you because we will play all sides because we like having fun on this show and we invite you to have fun with us. So in the end, uh, do that. And if you're on Instagram, give us a follow at something GFY. And if you got something to share with us, throw that hashtag on something good for you. It's the name of the show without spaces. It's not something good for you. It's something good for you. And you remember that. <laughs> And I've only really got one more question after saying, Davey, thank you so much again for coming on. And I want you to come back because now you know the format. Now you know how we roll. And I want to have you back and I want to share some more stories with you. How's that sound? Oh, hell yeah. That sounds like a plan to me. That's fun. Did you have a good time? Yes, sir. Good. I'm glad you did. I won't be a shy the next time. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of was like, I was got a little stage fright with the mic. It's all right, man. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't lock up. I just was like. <laughs> All good, man. Using through the heat duct. <laughs> it's good, man. That's that's why we always have a full show plan. I had extra shit in here that I didn't even go through. I make sure and have it ready just in case anyone gets a little shy because <laughs> hey, it's still just something good for you and I'm glad you're able to come in at least and give your take and have some fun with us, sir. And definitely come back again. Absolutely. And Captain Nunn, my question to you, do you have an outro for us? Yeah, Bonnaroo's gonna be Fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, now, you hooligans. How much can you drink? Let's go, you hooligans. Let's go walk the streets. Come on, now, you ruffians. We're going out tonight.
Another amazing production from the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.